Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Katie Smith and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. Glad you're with us this week, John Morris. Of course, Katie Smith sure. is here. Let's find another K Smith to uh, to have as our guest this week. That's a wonderful idea. How about that down you can the hall? never have too many K Smiths in a room. <laughs> you said it. I love the last name Smith because I think this is the third time this week I've made the joke like Sister Smith with Lauren down yes, the hall. There's yes, all kinds yes. of Smiths, but this is one of my very favorite Smiths. In Krista Smith, our director for character formation, somewhat new to Baylor, but already making such a big splash since July 22. So, Krista, thank you so much for joining us. Of course, thank. You so much for having me. Exciting time of year right now. This is fun. We'll talk about the uh, Golden Bruiser Awards coming up next week. A real, a, a, mm. a true production. I mean, that is a real yeah, production. It really is. Yeah, but that's fun and a neat deal. But we'll talk about your area, the director, uh, the character formation mm-hmm. area, which is really cool. You and I were talking before we started recording. I mean, it's run, one of the, uh, I'm not going to say unique to Baylor, but it's one of the real neat aspects of our athletic department. Absolutely. It plays a huge part in in the student athlete experience. I mean, they come here and they know that they're going to be more than just a student and more than just an athlete, but we're going to focus on them as people and we're going to develop them during their time here. And it's, it's really, really special what we have the opportunity to do. Good. Yeah. Have you, what's maybe something different about Baylor student athletes that you've noticed? Maybe the the type of student athletes that are drawn to Baylor that want to play here, kind of, kind of what have you seen in that space? Absolutely. Yeah. I think, one thing that parents too, along mm. with their student athletes that we've even noticed during the recruiting process when they, when they're just on their visits is that they, they are like shocked at how wow. passionate we are and how intentional we are about mm. their development. Wow. You know, whether it's career or leadership, when we share what we're doing and when we share the Baylor built program and what that looks like, mm-hmm. I mean, they're just like, Oh, it's great. Like, <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're very impressed with it. And, and we, I mean, we can't take credit for that. That was all Marcus and Corey and athletics department staff members and campus mm-hmm. staff members who really were intentional about that in 2018 of developing the Baylor built program and the entire yeah. blueprint and just so much intentionality went into it. So, yeah. So, I mean, my jaw drops when I see all of the things that, that y'all are doing with our student athletes, how do you, how do you balance all of those different events on top of their schedules? Like, what does that kind of look like for you and your team that kind of champions that effort? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think for student athletes, it's, it's cool that we do for all of our fall student athletes, we do their programming in the spring. Mm. And then for all of our winter and spring student athletes, we do all of their mandatory programming in the fall. Mm. Um, So it's, it's very specific to making sure that they're not totally overwhelmed. I think another unique aspect is that our freshman student athletes, our incoming, our incomers, they get all of their programming done 
in the STL 1201 class. Mm. So as they transition, they're not doing all of this mandatory programming in the evening on top of kind of transitioning into college and yeah. understanding what the differences are between high school. So mm -hmm. I think that's a really unique piece too that we're intentional about. Let's get you transitioned in. You'll get all you need to get through the class as far mm -hmm. as your development goes and then you'll kind of jump in um, to your mandatory programming after you've had a full year here at Baylor. And then as far as our staff goes, it's a grind. It's a grind. I'm so grateful for our team because mm. it's it's no easy task. You know, it's a lot of evenings yeah. um, and, and we front load all of our programming too. So it's really eight to 10 weeks of three to four nights a week. Oh, wow. Um, and so it's it's a grind and, and I'm grateful for our team, to, for our team's passion, you yeah. know, to do it, do it well um, and do it with, with love. Mm -hmm. You know, we love seeing those student athletes in the evenings. They're, they get there and they're kind of exhausted when they get there. And then by the end of it, they're all, they're hyped up and they're, <laughs> they're excited about what they, yeah. what they just learned and how it's going to be able to impact them in their future. So it's, it's really neat. Yeah. Tell everybody about your team, who, who you have in character formation. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have Lindsay Fortner as our associate director. She oversees our career development area. Um, and then we have Karina Barantis, who oversees our social responsibility and community engagement area. And then last but certainly not least, we have Malcolm Givens, who oversees our personal skills area. Um, and he's also the instructor for that STL 1201 class that I mentioned. So he's had a unique opportunity to build relationships with all those freshmen and incoming student athletes. Um, and then Marissa Waters is our assistant coordinator for character formation. She has about a week and a half left with us. Oh, so very sad about okay. that. So but sad. Her, her time has come, and she actually has an incredible opportunity ahead of her at Texas Tech. So oh, wow. we are so, exciting. so blessed and so grateful for, for that opportunity for her because she's well-deserving of it. Good. So, Good luck, Marissa. And you mentioned uh, Corey and Marcus. Mm -hmm. A shout-out to, uh, to Corey Boltz, who's – Still off on maternity leave, yeah. uh, Corey. We're happy for you. And Marcus is Marcus Sedberry, who uh, you have a work relationship background with going back to mm. Arkansas. Yes, somewhat. We uh, we kind of always missed each other. Oh, you did? Okay, <laughs> we never I got you. Really, well, it's kind of a running joke I have with him. Like, <laughs> I was a student athlete there at Arkansas, and I didn't know you, Marcus. Like, were you really doing your job, Marcus? <laughs> <That's good. laughs> oh, yeah, I would good. love to hear Marcus's response. I want to know Marcus. I hope you're we'll send him this podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. good idea. Yeah. But it's, it's really cool because even though, I mean, we follow each other. On, we've been following each other on social media for years, so we know each other. We've sure. talked. Mm -hmm. We know each other. But, like, at Arkansas, literally, I probably – never actually saw his face and had a conversation <laughs> with him. <so>. That's great. <laughs> uh, but, I, I mean, it's been really cool to see what he did at Arkansas and then when he came to Baylor, all that he's done at Baylor. Um, so just just have a lot of respect for him and, and for Corey and what they've been able to do. Yeah, same here. Shout out to uh, to Marcus, who's now at Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. uh, Marcus, uh, 309 Ranchgate, we love that. <laughs> but uh, he, he started the – what is now the Golden Bruisers here. He started that at Arkansas. We'll get to that in just a little bit. You were a student athlete at Arkansas. I was. What sport? I was a volleyball student athlete. Volleyball. Fantastic. Yeah. Volleyball girls. Case we love another each case other. Case volleyball. Case <laughs> volleyball. What can we say? I'll just sit out and you girls have a discussion. <laughs> get out of here, J-Mo. No, you can stay. You can stay. But truly, like, what – your time as a student athlete at Arkansas, what, what about that made you want to do this as a career? Absolutely. Great question. So – I had a very unique experience at Arkansas. I, um, I played volleyball my freshman year. I quit after my freshman year um, and, and just really was struggling with, with identity and struggling with mental health and, and then realized very soon after once, um, once we had a new coaching staff change. After that freshman year is when I gave my life to Christ. Mm. That's when I went to the wow. ultimate training camp um, yeah. through AIA in Colorado and, and really realized like, 
you love sports and you love what you've done your whole life, but you've been doing it like within your strength. Like mm. you've, you've tried to get to where you are on your own. And, and I think I knew I had a relationship with the Lord. Like I knew he was a part of my journey, but he wasn't at the center of my mm. life. He wasn't at the center of my journey. And mm. so um, by the time the new coach came, he offered me the opportunity to try out my junior year to then play again my senior year mm. and started every game senior year, loved it. It was a completely – freshman year was just a negative experience and negative culture and environment. And then by the time my senior year came around, it was so positive and mm. just the team and the culture was just incredible. So I think what made me passionate about wanting to come into this field was I, I understand the value of a positive student-athlete experience and mm. a negative student-athlete experience. Yeah, that's a great and point. And if we – in character formation and, and student-athlete development across the country have this really unique opportunity to care about our student-athletes and pour into them as people. Mm. And and I value that so much because as a former student-athlete myself, I know what it's like to, to be in the grind and go, 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 mm. um, and not feel like anyone takes the time to pause, to ask, like, how are you doing? Yeah. Like, how are you, you know? Mm. And, and get to know your family and just really pour into you from that aspect and care about you in that aspect. So... I really developed a passion for what we do just through, through, like you said, through previous experiences and it it really fueled my fire. Yeah, that's cool. Well, how cool that our student athletes have an example like Krista to look up to who's lived it, who's seen it, that, that now you can ask those questions. I just, when I see the people in our character formation office and our state's office, I'm just so encouraged that like, these are the, the faces of Baylor that our student athletes get to work with every day. And you've got that perspective that I'm sure, you know, they can come and talk mm-hmm. to you about what they're going through. You've got the empathy, I'm sure, with a lot of our student-athletes of what they're going through now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, our entire team. Our entire team has unique experiences that, that we can relate to mm-hmm. to them. And, and it's and I think SACE as a whole is, is so incredible yeah. at that. Like, yeah. just everyone welcomes them. It's open door, open door policy, and, and they know that they can come and have fun, and they know that they can come and be real, and, yeah. and it's really, really special. What are maybe some of the challenges that you think our student-athletes face, even though it hasn't been that long since you were in their position, but that, that college athletics that they kind of experience now? Yeah. I'd say um, I'd say so, a lot of things. You know, the, the transition out of college athletics mm is difficult. Um, preparing them for that transition is, is really not a challenge, but it's like, you have to think through, like, how can I utilize what I've been through to, Mm -hmm. to really help them to understand what that transition may feel like or be like. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, mental health is always a thing that just meeting the standard of excellence and, and meeting, meeting those, those standards, whether that be in the classroom or in athletics, um, so I think it's it's a few things. Identity, too. Like, is your identity in your sport or is it in Christ? Or mm. sure, just trying to think through those things with them is, is also a unique opportunity. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, the character formation area, uh, really big here at Baylor. We've talked about that. Part of that is the uh, really all uh, part of SACE is the student, uh, the SAC, Student Athlete Advisory Council. Tell us about that. Yeah, so SAC has a really cool opportunity to, to utilize their voice to make true change. So the Student Athlete Advisory Committee acts as the liaison between our entire student athlete body and not just the athletics department and our executive team here within Baylor Athletics, but the Big 12 mm. and, and also the NCAA. Wow. Um, so the voices that 
they can like they when they utilize their voice they're able to make change not just to better the student athlete experience here at Baylor but also to make change at a Big 12 level mm-hmm. at a conference level at a national level um, so they have a really unique opportunity they've done a great job this year of putting on different events from mental health initiatives diversity equity inclusion initiatives tailgates um, a bunch of different things so so they're they're a really special group the coaches decide who, um, which leaders on they on their team they want to be a part of that group. Um, so it's it's a it's a group that's decided on that their coaches are passionate about them having that leadership opportunity. Yeah, how cool and what incredible experience for our student athletes to get outside of their sport, but to to have a voice and to be leaders here on this campus. They, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys have broken them into different kind of boards, different committees, one of those being Golden Bruisers. What, I mean, does that conversation start at, you know, the first day of school? I mean, <laughs> such a production. What does that look like for them? Yeah. So they um, were the ones that gave us our theme. So the theme for this year is sneaker ball. So, so fun. Had, uh, yep, sneaker ball. Sneaker ball. Love it. So they, oh, it's been a blast just rolling <laughs> with that from a creative standpoint. And I mean, we already know like the Baylor way is like Fresh Kick Friday and all yeah. that, you know, so it's already valued here. So it's really cool, like from a creative standpoint, how we've been able to roll with that. Shout out to our creative team for all their great work. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so they, they pick the theme, they help with the script, they provide the majority of our award presenters who present at the show. Um, they have a say in food ideas, all the ideas. Like they they really were intentional about giving us those ideas so that we can run with as much as possible. Student athlete raffle is something that'll be new this year too, um, which was an idea that came from them. We really wanted a pair of sneakers as the <laughs> raffle award, but yeah, you know, we, yeah. we we figured out some ways to, to get some raffle winners for Aww, this year. It's so, so fun. Exciting cool. stuff. And the origin of the Golden Bruisers, I think I mentioned, it really goes back to Marcus at mm-hmm. Arkansas, right? Yes, it sure does. Were you part of it up there? I was. Yeah. I, I was a student athlete who participated right, in right. it. Uh, I was then on staff who assisted in running it and leading it. Um, it had adjusted to the Razorback Formal instead of the Hawksby Awards the last year I was there. So <laughs> it's been really cool to be able to see the Hawksby's at Arkansas um, and now see, I mean, literally the script looks exactly the same. Like so <laughs> many similarities between the two, um, which I'm grateful for. <laughs> That's a good deal. All right. If somebody's tuning in, they're saying, I mean, we're talking like everybody knows what the Golden Bruce are. That's a good point. I mean, are. everyone That's should. Point. You know? They should, yes. <laughs> Tell us what that entails, what that night is like. Yes. So the Golden Bruisers um, is really just just a night to celebrate our individual accomplishments, athletic accomplishments, and specifically within our four pillars mm-hmm. of academic achievement, athletic success, character formation, and spiritual growth. Um, so really, really fun night, fun night full of entertainment, full of food, um, awards, and fun. Um, it's, a, it's a way to celebrate all of Baylor athletics and the incredible accomplishments that we've um, accomplished this past year. It has an SB style feel, yeah. so that's kind of fun. This will be the first year that I know of that we're doing banquet style seating. Oh. So we're, we're switching it up a little bit fun. this year. We're excited to see how that will look. Yeah. But yeah, just a night to celebrate Baylor athletics and all the incredible accomplishments of our student athletes. And how are those awards voted on? Is it voted by the student athletes, the staff? Who gets to weigh in on, on those winners? Absolutely. So all coaches have the opportunity to nominate student athletes. Cool. SAC, um, who also communicates to their team to get nominees. So all of our student athletes, all of our coaches have the opportunity to nominate. Cool. 
and tell people like some of the categories. Yeah, absolutely. Know, who haven't? I mean, they're not inside. They haven't been there. Mm-hmm. You've got some great categories to recognize these student athletes. Absolutely. Yeah, everything from rookie of the year, yeah. student athlete of the year, scholar athlete of the year, and then some unique ones: comeback of the year, uh, Axe Twenty Twenty Four Award, the Missions Award. So I think it's just really unique that it's it's not just about athletics, yeah. right? Like it's about your academics, it's about athletics, it's about character formation, what you were able to achieve in the community, what you're able to achieve from a spiritual growth standpoint and mission work standpoint. So I've really loved that different aspect to to Golden Bruisers here. And for the award show aspect, I mean, your name gets called. Our student athletes are going up there making an acceptance speech. I mean, is that something they're excited about? (laughs) I mean, how cool to do that. It is. It's a really unique opportunity. Some of them are like, Six how many people? Five hundred, <laughs> six hundred people were like, yeah. yes, five hundred, yeah. six hundred people. But you got it. Yeah, but you got <laughs> so it. So it gives them an incredible opportunity to get up there and, and like we like we like I've told them, like you get to celebrate your peers in a super unique yeah. way. Like be yourself, you know, be your authentic self up there yeah. and have fun with it and so it's it's a really cool opportunity for them. I love it how into it they are. I mean, they get they get dressed up for this yeah. event too. Oh yes, I mean to the nines. Is, I love yes, it. Yes, exactly. Like I look at some of these guys and girls, and I don't recognize them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would in a in a baseball uniform right, or right, a volleyball right. uniform yes. or something like that, but. Whoa! Hey, y'all clean up really well. Well, yeah. hopefully this year it'll help that they'll be having on fresh kicks. So that's true. You might recognize. Them. You'll so, be able to recognize them a little bit. So still easier. the level of formality, but you <laughs> yes. pair it with a fun pair of sneakers. Exactly. Oh, so semi semi formal cool. with with your freshest kicks. Oh, and your freshest I'm fit. starting to try I to wonder what my freshest yeah, kicks are. I'm not exactly. sure I have many fresh kicks. <laughs> Katie, was this here when you were? So it was cool hearing you talk about the transition because I want to say my fifth year was the first year they did it. And it really was, you know, we were used to having this awards banquet, but it was kind of the, you know, you go to the Feral Center where you are every day and it's very normal. And just the, the jump that the event took and it kind of turned from this, oh, it's just an event at the end of the year to something that everyone's involved in, everyone's looking forward to. And so I think when, and I remember when it happened, Mac just talking about how much he wanted that to be a part of our student athlete experience, which is really cool because it is something that then when our student athletes leave, I think it really is one of those kind of like crowning memories of their student athlete career. Absolutely. I totally agree. Even even in experiencing it at Arkansas of just like even seeing your teammate go up on stage and you're mm-hmm. like, let's go. Like, yeah. You're just excited to see them yeah. shine. And, and whether it's them presenting an award or whether yeah. it's them being a finalist for an award, yeah. like you're just excited to celebrate your teammates. And it's, it's really, really special. It's mm-hmm. something you definitely don't forget. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And make no mistake. It's competitive. Also, I get that feel yes. for some, especially for the team awards, you know, best GPA, yes. some of those. I mean, there's a, a level of pride that goes with winning one of those. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's it's very – we're very intentional about all of the academic pieces. The spiritual – sports ministry gives us our spiritual formation – or our spiritual growth pieces. Mm. And it's, it's wild because a lot of, like – if they hear that they're a finalist, whenever we sent the award finalist emails, they're like, I'm a finalist. Like they, they know that <laughs> it's a big deal Good. and they're, yeah. they're more than excited about it. So it's, it's really unique. Our golden bruisers admin committee is the one that has to narrow down. Like, mm. who are we, who are we, who are our final four, who yeah. are our final yeah. three. And so it's always challenging. We always have to go through like second, second turn or like 
second try, third try yeah. to get everyone because there are so many ties sometimes. Yeah. That's um, so so it's 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 fun to kind of work through it and get your your final three or your final four. And you've got King McClure back we do. as the host, oh, big time fun. ESPN guy. We so do. that's We're really, really cool. Excited. You do a good job there with the hosts. I mean, you go out and get some big name hosts here. Yes, yes, in the past as well, and we're excited. King actually had the opportunity to be our guest speaker for one of our Leadership Institute sessions oh, nice. this past year. Um, and so that's how I got to know him a little bit more personally just in my short time here at Baylor. But um, we're excited to have him. We're excited that he'll be in his home, like his yeah. his home at the Ferrell Center and just the connections that he'll be able to make with our student-athletes I think will be unique. Visiting with Krista Smith, Director of Character Formation. The Golden Bruiser Awards come up next week. Uh, May 4th is the date, depending on when you're listening to us. Uh, we are glad to have her on the Sikkim Podcast. I've had the privilege of calling games, telling stories about Baylor athletics for a long time. Storytelling is an art, and there's a network in town doing just that. Rogue Media Network has produced over 80 original podcasts and shows, ranging from comedy, true crime, business, and sports. If there's a story to tell, Rogue Media Network is telling it. You can find this podcast and all the other great Rogue Media Network shows on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Krista Smith, our Director of Character Formation, spending time with us today in the middle of a very, very busy time of mm. year for them. So we talked Golden Bruisers. That's right around the corner. Um, but let's go a little more into other programming that Character Formation does. I think we all hear this, Preparing Champions for Life, and you guys kind of do the tangible pieces of that. So maybe just talk about a few of the different sessions that are offered throughout the fall, throughout the spring for our student-athletes. Absolutely, yeah. So Career development um, is, is a unique pillar for us in the sense of there we have career coaches on our team who oversee every single team. Like there's a career coach who oversees a specific team um, and they're, they're there to really help them not just focus on, you know, getting your resume done, getting your cover letter done when the time, when the time comes, but also who can we connect you with? Who can we help you build a relationship with? When you transition out of here, let's talk, let's go through the list. Financially, are you, are you good? Transportation wise, are you good? Healthcare, insurance, those mm -hmm. types of things. Are you good? So, I mean, we're very intentional about walking through and making sure they have no blind spots, addressing those areas of concern they may have through their transition. Um, and then in addition to just truly preparing them for that transition while they're here, you know, everything from mock interviews, giving them the opportunity to interview with employers who are in the same career field that they desire to be in and pursue is really unique um and then networking night right getting them in the same room getting them to build those skills of building those relationships and knowing what questions to ask and um just how to leverage your experiences and your strengths to to make that brit to uh, build that bridge to what you want to do so um, all that we do within career development is really unique and i think Leadership development is super cool. I've, I've absolutely loved overseeing leadership development because it's, it's really comprised of the Leadership Institute, which is an eight-week program that we put on for our student-athletes. The head coaches and coaching staffs pick which leaders on, they, on their team they want to participate mm -hmm. in it. Um, so whether they're leaders on, they could be leaders on the team currently, or they can be, have the potential to be leaders on their team. And, and we really get to pour into to leaders on, on our teams and, I mean, we talk about everything from emotional intelligence to how to handle crucial conversations. What are your strengths? What are your values? I mean, the way seeing them from week one to week eight and celebrating them when they share their leadership statement aloud to their coaches and their peers and our say staff is 
is really unique. It's really cool to see them grow and develop. And then leadership uh, retreat is our two-day weekend retreat that we offer to all student-athletes. And that's another great opportunity for us to pour into them um, everything from having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, um, how to leverage your strengths in, in whatever you're doing, whether it's as an athlete or in life. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool to, to be able to, and we, we get out on the obstacle course, we're outside, we're having mm -hmm. fun. Like it's, it's really unique, really, really unique. Um, and then personal skills, I'd say the biggest thing that we focus on there is financial education. So with the Alston money they get, um, and everything with, with all that they're going to do in their time beyond Baylor, like giving them the resources and the education and the knowledge to know what you could do with mm. this money that you're getting. Um, so that's, that's another cool opportunity. And then of course, social responsibility, all of our DEI work, all of our real relationship talks that we do to meet our title nine requirement with the NCAA and talking about healthy relationships versus unhealthy relationships. I think it's so cool that we get to have these, these conversations with student athletes or facilitate conversations with student athletes on their teams that, that dig deep, right? Mm -hmm. Like it talks about the things that matter in life. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's really unique. And then obviously community engagement, being intentional about getting them out in the community and giving back to all of those who give, who give so much to them and support them so well. Very wow. well said. I know that Put was that incredible. on a poster, right? I, know, I love <laughs> Put that. Put that on the wall. But it, it does all go into, uh, you know, what Mac tells us to do here is prepare champions for life, mm -hmm. you know, and you're doing that in a very practical way. Mm -hmm. It's really special. It's, it's cool to see like even just post program testimonials that mm -hmm. they, that they share or at the end of, you know, our programs, when we say, Hey, like we get, we survey all of our programs because we're very intentional about wanting to evolve and enhance and enhance them. Um, and so we always do our surveys for feedback and, you know, they'll put quotes of like just best. Like I vividly remember one after leadership Institute this semester of like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Wow. And so it's, it's really cool to see the power that, that our programming has on our student athletes and, in, in truly preparing them to be champions for life through the programming that we do. Wow. Yeah. We talk about this preparing champions for life. What is it like for you and your team when maybe a year after a kid graduates and a student athlete comes back or you hear what they're doing or gosh, even further down the road, they're becoming parents, things like that. What, what are those feelings like for you guys? Yeah. I mean, I haven't had that opportunity yet at Baylor since I've yeah. only been here for eight months, Fair. but in, in my previous experiences at Arkansas, seeing the ones that are here in Texas. And mm -hmm. when I came to Baylor, they're like, we're going to be right down 35 from each other. So it's, yeah. it's cool to see like, them and even to like them sharing this impacted me like what we did over there like impact whole women is something I did at Arkansas which was a female empowerment program like how that's played into them and in, in the work field as a female um so it's really really cool to be able to build those relationships with them in a unique way when they're here and then see them just blossom and and just grow into the people that they're meant to be yeah how cool Great program here at Baylor, and uh, I'm guessing other schools maybe see from a distance what we're doing. Do you get calls from other schools saying, hey, help us with this, or how could we start a program like this? Yes, I've actually, in my short time here, I've gotten a lot of emails and a lot of calls, and, and I actually, I feel like I've taken every single one of them, because I, I, I mean, even beyond Baylor, even beyond here, like, I this is the passion, right? It's a passion to help student athletes realize their potential. And, and the reality is that student athletes don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. I was one of those myself. Um, so I think the, the unique opportunity we have to pour into them and share the experiences, the knowledge, the skills, 
really goes a long way for them mm-hmm. in their lives to that preparing champions for life, you yeah. know, concept. Um, but yeah, I'd say, I mean, I've even had like director, like NFL director of player developments reach out. Wow. And, nice. and it's, it's just like, wow. Like in, I mean, D1's on the complete opposite side of the country, Maine. Um, so it's, it's really unique that people, and it's, it's who you know, right? Like I, I, I had a friend in grad school who I went to St. Thomas with in Miami, Florida, who, who knew this guy that knows that guy that's trying to do the same thing she's trying to do as director of student athlete development. So it's cool that the relationships you're able to build and then how you're able to help people. I, I find a lot of joy in that. Wow. Yeah. How cool that, that this program has had such an impact on Baylor student athletes, but then people all across yeah, far the country. Reaching. You mentioned Absolutely. your faith and the way that that kind of changed at, during your time as a student athlete. What is it like being at a place like Baylor where that's not only something you can talk about, but are encouraged to talk about and it's a pillar that your team focuses on? It just, it gives so much joy. Mm. It gives so much joy. It was a huge draw to why I wanted mm. to come here. I honestly didn't think anything could take me away from the University of Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we named our daughter Layla Faye. Faye is after Fayetteville. Like, <laughs> we were we were dead set. Like, we're going to be Fayettevillians for life. <laughs> Fayettevillians, yeah, is that actually I made that what it's up. called? Okay, no, I was I, like, I yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely just made that up. But um, we didn't think anything could take us away from, from the University of Arkansas. And, and when I came on my visit and saw the culture and saw the just when you when you see a good culture, you know, it's you see people, you see mm. the faith aspect like it's just something you notice. It's yeah. something you see. And so it was really unique and really special. And I knew if I'm going to leave one special place to go to any other place, it, it really needs to be special. So mm. um, grateful to be here, grateful to. You know, what Corey and Marcus were able to do through the Baylor Built program, like you all said, it's impacting Baylor student athletes, but it's impacting student athletes all across the country. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's just when you have a passion for this and what you do and, and truly developing student athletes, it's it, it gives you joy. And the faith aspect is just the the cherry on top of yeah, the cake. Like yeah, it's it's sure. just you you get to relate to them in a way of I was there. Mm-hmm. I was there in that place of relying on my own strength. Mm-hmm. I was in that place of thinking I had to perform for others and perform mm-hmm. for the audience. But sharing that experience of you will have freedom when you play and compete mm-hmm. for an audience of one. Like that will give you joy. That will give you peace. That will give you freedom. freedom and, and it's really unique to be able to share those experiences and make those connections with our student athletes. Wow. Well, we're biased, but Undoubtedly. We, we know Baylor is a special place, and Baylor Athletics is a special place also. And we're glad you're part of it. You, uh, you mentioned Layla Faye. So named cute. After Fayetteville. <laughs> what, uh, tell us about your family. Yeah, so my husband, Deontay, is from the Bahamas. Uh, we actually just went this past, this past Christmas for the first time, me and my daughter's first time, so we absolutely loved meeting Good his move family. At Christmas. Fun place to visit the yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, and so, yeah from the Bahamas and then I'm from San Antonio born and raised so that's where my whole family is and uh, we knew that as Layla Faye was getting older the we realized the value in having family nearby so we were like Bahamas Texas like which one you yeah know? so the Lord really just worked it out and, and opened the door here and so we're happy to be here we we love being closer to family we love the community so it's been it's been a great it's been a great journey so far very cool 
Well, thanks for sharing with us. We appreciate it. Look forward to the Golden Bruisers on May 4th. That'll be fun. Wear your sneakers. And for people listening, you know, know, it's not open to the public. Can't be. But watch social media. media, Watch our website. You'll get a good glimpse of what's going on on May 4th. Absolutely. Yeah, the creative team really, I mean, it is the play-by-play. I remember thinking that last year when I was very pregnant, not there, uh, (laughs) that you could keep up with everything. Yeah, very good. Krista, thanks very much. Of course. Thank you all so much. Have you been looking for a new podcast to listen to? Are you interested in true crime, funny one-star reviews, or inspiring stories? What about the history of Waco or the famous people who have lived and worked here? All these and more are produced by Rogue Media Network. There are over 80 different shows, including this one, with more coming all the time. If there's a story to tell, Rogue Media Network is telling it. Watch on YouTube or listen now wherever you get your podcasts. All right, fun. Uh, Semester's winding down. This is one of the really cool events, the Golden Bruisers, uh, that we have here late in the semester to really celebrate, you know, the people, students, student athletes, but the people that we have in Baylor Athletics. Yeah, that's a great point. Such a such a big highlight for our student athletes, but you're right. I think the coaches, the staff, it, it's an event that – People, when they see kind of the holistic view of what Baylor is all about, I think you get such a good picture of that at the Golden Bruiser. So it's one of my favorite things that Baylor Athletics does all year. Yeah, and it is so first class. Yeah. I, mean, I remember a few years ago when it sort of, I guess when Marcus got here, mm-hmm. we made the transition to this event, you know, at this level. Mm-hmm. I thought, whoa, this is <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was really, really yeah. well done and continues to be to this day. So I look forward to it. Me too. So get out fun. your sneakers. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. I have to buy a <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Krista Smith being on with us, our guest today. Uh, Krista is the Director of Character Formation, our guest on the Sikkim Podcast. For the other K. Smith in the room, <laughs> I'm John Morris. That is this week's Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics.